We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We welcome you to the field of 68 After Dark from the Final Four from Houston, Texas. We are at 40 below inside Bayou Music Center. Thanks to Intersport for having us tonight. We're presented by Bet Rivers, presented by Underdog Fantasy. John Fanta, Rob Doster, Jeff Goodman here with the Hall of Famer, head coach of the West Virginia Mountaineers, Bob Huggins. Coach, it is great to see you here in Houston. Thanks for taking some time with us. Pleasure to be here with you all. And Jeff Goodman actually asked you to do a hit, and you said yes to it. Shocking, isn't it? <laughs> Listen, I still say maybe my favorite, and this is a story. I'm not going to repeat the story I just talked about, but I will say you, me, Andy Kennedy, Frank Martin, you guys telling stories outside in Augusta, Georgia, about 10 years ago, I probably said 10 words the whole time. All I did was listen, and it might have been the greatest, might have been four hours of my life. 10 too many, by yeah, the way, yeah. 10 too many. No, we had fun. I mean, we, we enjoy being around each other. We have a lot of fun. Uh, you know, I think as soon as Frank and AK retire, we may take a spot here at your, at your table here <laughs> and be a hell of a lot more entertaining. I got to see Frank now. You know, he's only about a, a couple hours from me, so he, he gets mad. I haven't been up there enough to, to Amherst Mass, but all there are are like cows out there, Hugs. I spent two hours with Frank this morning. You did? Oh, really? yeah. How did that go? No, no, it was good. It was great. Spent two hours with him. We're talking about our game. We're talking about what needs to change in our game. We're talking about all the, all the things that I think are necessary for make this even greater. And Frank and I what, were sitting there side by side. What's the biggest thing that needs to – I mean, everything happened at once. NIL, the portal. Yeah. I mean, everything happened at once. I feel like what? What well, is the, if you're the if you're the president right now? Thank God, Mark Emmert is not the president anymore. Charlie Baker will be better. I trust. Trust me, he's going to be better. Can't be worse. I don't. I don't doubt that. I don't. I don't doubt that at all. But I mean, we spent really a year or two just kind of floundering around, and I mean, it's that that that's hard. It's, it, it's really what I feel really bad for are our players that went through that, that really two-year period where they had nothing to look forward to, absolutely nothing to look forward to. And, and my, my hope and my prayer is that we make it what 
at one time it was where you grew up aspiring to be able to play in the Final Four. You grew up aspiring to be able to make it to a national championship and play for a national championship. And that's, I mean, I think that's what our, our guys today have missed out on. And, you know, and I've had guys who came from the portal who that's what they wanted, but it was not available to them. And I think that needs to change. Coach, we got Andy Kennedy coaching in the NIT title game coming up here on, well, that, is that tonight. Tuesday? Tonight? tonight. tonight. Yeah, tonight. Have it right now? Yeah. Came yeah. was probably at the blackjack table before the game. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't surprise you. I just hope he won. <laughs> at blackjack or the game? I mean, Both? Which would he rather win at, the blackjack table or the game? <laughs> Given the choice. Oh, absolutely, the game. All right. All right. It's, a, hey, it's a legitimate question. Absolutely, the game, but the blackjack table, when you win, is a lot of fun. <laughs> I, lost, I just came from Vegas. I got my ass kicked the last night. Listen, I, Charlie Spoonhour was my best friend in the world. And, and Charlie was the absolute greatest. And then Charlie moved from St. Louis to Bad move. the gambling gamble of the world. Right. And, right. and we would sit and play blackjack and win, lose, whatever. I had more fun sitting with Charlie Spoonhour than I would of anything else in the world. And I love him to this day. I miss him. You know, God bless you, Charlie. I know you're, I know you're in heaven and entertaining folks up there. What were you gonna ask? Well, I, you answered my. Is that your AK question? No, I, I, I was gonna ask about the game tonight, and we answered the question. So I'm gonna go with this: the Big 12, adding Houston, adding UCF, adding BYU, adding Cincinnati. With these teams in the league, how how tough is it going to be? Nightly basis to play all of that. You want the honest answer? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait. That's why I asked again. you. We don't I mean, want. The, we don't want false hugs. When have you not given an honest answer? Yeah. We don't want I feel sorry for them. <laughs> they have absolutely no idea what they're getting into. This is. I've been in a lot of leagues. You know that. I've yeah. been in a lot of leagues, and I've been in a lot of leagues with the best coaches in America and with the best players in America. And I'm telling you right now, the hardest league that I've ever coached in, ever, and the, the best fan bases. You go in and they may have just, they may be three and 17, and they've got 14,000 people Tech. sitting in there. I mean, it's unbelievable, yeah. Yeah. the fan support, how good the players are, how good the coaching is. It is such a hard, hard league, and you got to go through it twice. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you, they're not ready for that. Mm -hmm. No. Not many teams are. Um, Hugs, i got to ask you this one. You, and you can plead the fifth. You, can, you cannot answer it. I've never ran from one. I know you haven't, but this one's difficult even for me to ask. Obviously, your contract situation, everything that's going there. You're laughing, but but honestly, like, how how are you handling this right now? Because to me, you're Bob Huggins. You're at West Virginia. 
you should decide when you're done. You should decide. You should have the right. You're a Hall of Famer. I'm not saying this because you're next to me. I would say this if you're nowhere near me. To me, what, what's going on there? What, what is going on? There isn't anything going on. We changed athletic directors. Our new athletic director is a basketball guy who understands basketball. He understands. He watches. He understands. He's the head uh, uh, of what's going on tonight. Hoping Andy Kennedy wins the championship. But I'm happy. I think they're happy. I know the state of West Virginia so can we give you a is concerned with what's going on. You're not ready to call it quits, are you? I don't want you to give me anything. No, you earned it, but I'm saying, can I'll, we extend right. four more years? I mean, how old are you now? I don't need four more years. I need, I need to be able to continue to coach as hard and as well as I can coach. And when I decide that enough's enough, and 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 that's what they're giving me. They are. And that's what. Okay, good. That's what they think. I deserve, but more importantly, you do. That's what the people of West Virginia deserve, and that's the most important thing to me. The most important thing to me is that we carry on what we've established for this state and the expectations that we have for this state. You know, today Jim Laranaga is up at the podium, and he says, I know everybody asks me about when I'm going to hang it up, but why the hell would I? He goes, I, I separate all the stuff that's going on with his NIL, and he was in the headlines all throughout last summer. He goes, I separate all that. He goes, I tell my players, I'll see you at 3 o'clock. I came here to coach basketball. And he goes, I still love doing that. How would you reflect on that mindset and and – how much that's the frame of mind for a coach like you in 2023. Well, here's what y'all don't understand. I was at the University of Akron when Jim was at Bowling Green. That's crazy. That's <laughs> nice. So, I forgot that. So you've known, you've known him for what a while. Played, against him? We played, and we have known each other forever and ever and ever. <laughs> and so you don't got to worry about guys like us. We, we understand each other. Uh, we communicate with each other, and we're going to continue to deliver for people. What makes him so good, Larinaga? He's a heck of a coach. He's a heck of a coach. He's done a great job at bringing in the right people at the right time. And he, 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 technically, he does a lot of things right. And I can tell you that from... My days at Akron, coaching against Bowling Green all the way through. Uh, we, we played him when I was at Cincinnati. The guy's a heck of a coach. And he finds ways to get the right people open at the right time. Last question I got for you, Coach. Field is 68 after dark. This show started yeah. because me, John Fanta, and Deshaun Butler were doing live streams after tournament games. It took off after Deshaun Butler left. Do you think that's a coincidence? <laughs> what do you want me to say? Deshaun's the smartest of the three of you? Well, that's true. It that's is true. true. I mean, 
by that's, far the most successful. He won a championship in the garden. That's I'm looking too. around. I mean, Dave might have been as smart as the, the, of the rest of you. And, Coach, and, you're definitely right. So, at least one of us. That's my guy. All right. Listen. I look back. I get caught. I'm not kidding you. As a college hoops junkie, I get caught watching him hit the game winner against Georgetown, and Doris Burke is talking to you at center court, and she says to you, what is it about this championship? And you said, it's West Virginia University, and it's the Big East, and it's Madison Square Garden on a Saturday night. No question, but here's what you forgot. Deshaun hit the game winner, I think, against it was Cincinnati. Then he hit the game winner against, I don't know, somebody else. And then he hit the game winner against somebody else. And then he hit a game winner to win the championship. He hit four game winners. Four. And I don't know that's ever happened again no in way. any league in America. And that guy, you know, it's, you call timeout, they're like, Coach, what are we doing? Give it today. Right, give it today. <laughs> like, what do you want to run? Give it today. <laughs> and he made the shot. Makes you look real smart. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes Coach. players make you look smart. <laughs> Listen, I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I do know who to give the ball to. <laughs> you know, Coach, you're never going to – You're. I should say this this way. You're not going to go back and watch this clip. So I am going to bring in the expert here. He, he's, a, he's our expert. Huh. What's this guy – you're going to close this out. You're on a serious. Yeah. What's this guy mean to college basketball? Everything. Everything. Here, here's the thing with hugs. I say this to everybody. There's nobody more revered within the coaching profession than this guy. Period. Nobody. Nobody. Everybody wanted him in the Hall of Fame. Everybody. You don't know how many That's calls I got. Mean. And then I called them. I called them by the Hall of Fame. I said, I want to write a story. I want to write a story about pushing you. To no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I don't want that. Doesn't mean anything to me. It means something to you. It does mean something to you to be in the Hall of Fame, but it means more for everything that you've accomplished for those kids. Like, that's, there's no bullshit, zero bullshit with this guy. In, in an era in which so many coaches are full of shit, this guy, Frank Martin, Andy Kennedy, that crew, Brad Underwood, not a lot of bullshit. They're old school. But I think what you've done a good job. Listen, you've gotten a little soft in your old age. <laughs> you, you have. You've gotten a little softer. Haven't we all? Yeah. I know I have. <laughs> but you, hey, you were an MF'er back in the day. Listen, man, I'm going to tell you something. I still have contact with the guys that I coached at Ohio State. The guys that I coached at Walsh College, the guys I coached at the University of Akron, on and on and on. And they continue to call, they continue to write, they continue to, i tell you a story. One of my guys, I don't want to ever mention names, but this guy says to me, Coach, can I come and spend time with you? He was, he, and he was my center. I said, absolutely. Came down, he had dinner with me. We went to the game, he came back. I'm like, we got plenty of rooms, man, pick your room. Stayed with me. Woke up the next day, came to practice. Went to the game the next day. We had something to eat. Comes back to my, 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 uh, my house. Goes back, sleeps in the same bed he slept in the night before. Gets up, he's like, coach, I gotta get back. And I'm like, hey, fine, man. You know, whatever you gotta do. They called me. 
about 18 hours later, just passed away. And I'm like, I'm like, my God, you know, what is it? What happened? And I think, I thank the good Lord every day that I got to spend the time that I got to spend with them. And that's what people don't realize. That's that's what those, that's what you coach for. Right? Those are my people. Yeah, that's yeah. what you coach. Those for. are the people that I love. Those Your loyalty. That, listen, if there's one word associated with you, it's loyalty. It is. It's loyalty. This dude. I mean, he'll go to bat for you if you're his guy. I mean, he'll fight you. All right, Hugs, go go get a drink. Bob, thank you. Go get a drink. Go get something to eat. How's I, that? I'm going to go over there and find my guys. I think Bob I lost them. Yeah. All right, Coach As Bob always, Huggins, the Hall of Famer. Bob, thank guys. you so much. And I feel bad you had to see Frank great for two hours. Great to have Coach Huggs on. We'll be back right. with more here on the Field of 68. Today's episode of the Field of 68 After Dark is presented by our partners over at Underdog Fantasy. The easiest place to play college basketball pick 'em, where you can win real cash prizes simply by picking player stats in this weekend's Final Four games. And pick 'em, all you do is pick whether a player will go higher or lower on underdogs' projected totals, whether it's points or rebounds or assists or all of them combined. If you're like me and you think Adama Sanogo is going to go nuts this weekend, Pick higher on his points projection. Pick higher on his rebounds projection. Maybe throw in a lower on Matt Bradley's scoring totals. A higher on Isaiah Wong. Whatever it is that you like. Put them all together. And if you hit them all, then you can win as much as 20 times your money on a single game. Underdog Slick Mobile app is easy enough that dummies like Jeff Goodman have even figured out how to use it. So go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app and use the code FIELD, that's F-I-E-L-D, to get a 100% deposit match up to Back to the field of 68 from the final four. We are at the Bayou Music Center in Houston at 40 below Sirius XM College, Channel 84, YouTube, and Twitter. Jeff Goodman, Dallin Cuff is here. We've got Robbie Hummel. How the He's hell did here. Hummel get on this show? Who the hell let him on? Well, I, I just tried to sit down, and then you kicked me off so that Coach Huggins could sit. Dude, if there's a camera, Hummel will find it. He's on every night for like five, six months. I don't know about that. If you have a choice to talk to Bob Huggins or Robbie Hummel, who are you talking to? Well, off camera, I'm definitely talking to Huggins. No, no. On, <laughs> off, whatever. I know. Whatever. I mean, Huggins off camera, it gets really aggressive. Oh. That's how? Some good stuff. How in the hell? How in the hell? I'm watching your show earlier this week, and I'm seeing the residents in cabinets in the background, T-shirt and all. How do you do a show with him every Dude, week? The fact that he was in Vegas for like a week straight on a bender and then trying to be like, I work really hard. I, I'm a really hard worker. After he was in Charleston for two months. Two months. Two he months in Charleston. He had the, the pool like, at Circa. He was hanging out. Oh, he was hanging oh, out. Six weeks. I was yeah. following, I was following Pat Kelsey. 
Yeah, right. Yeah. Covering, covering Pat Kelsey. The, the amount that team. there is no one I have ever seen talk more about work conditions than him. No, I like agree. Like stories. Then he's got you, like, taking over Valpo. Yeah, he's put me up for the job. I did. I put his name in the oh, ring for you, Valpo. You want to coach Valpo? I want to put no, my hat in the ring. He doesn't no. want to, <laughs> but I'm putting it in there anyway. Oh, okay. I have so zero years experience. I know you work really hard. I, mean, I, I, I have zero hard. years experience, so I think I am very prepared to throw my hat in that ring. All right, let's turn to what we've got ahead this weekend. We've asked everybody that's been on this panel what their thoughts are. Your take on this Final Four is? Um, I think people said like hey is this going to be like the new norm to have two fives a four and a nine bear in mind last year was a very a year that had a ton of parity too and we had four blue bloods we had an eight seed that was carolina we had a one seed we had a two seed we had a two seed so it wasn't we had a very similar year but the outcome you can't predict it that's why this thing is called march madness we don't have no freaking clue as all of us sit there and do our brackets and i'm sure you're sucked and you're sucked and you're sucked Mine was a disaster, and that's just how this thing goes. And we watch so, every night. And, it, it, like, and that makes other than I, I'm can. <laughs> well, no, he, he works every night. Every we night. watch every right. night. Exactly. But he, like, you're, 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 you think you know what the hell you're talking about. We really don't. It's, it's, it's chaos. That's, that's what the tournament is. I do think you'll see through the course of every year more parity. When we get to the end, it's just the same, it's the same old thing. It's a crapshoot. This Final Four will be entertaining. I think the first game will be really be close with San Diego State and FAU, just how the game is going to be played. The next game more entertaining, could be a bigger chance for a blowout. I'm not saying UConn's gonna blow them out, but the way they play, if you don't play well either team, it could get ugly. I think it's gonna be fascinating to see as the COVID players move out yeah. and the fifth year guys move out, what does that do to some of these smaller schools that have had the parity and have won in the NCAA tournament? Because that's gonna, that, we got what, two more years? Two more, two years, more years of COVID? Yeah, it's gonna be fascinating I'm to see how that. I'm done. Like, I, I want it over. I do. I just. Tough break for those kids that went through COVID. Get them out. We don't need 26 year olds in college now. I probably was about 26 when I was still in college, but. But, I mean, you were like. <laughs> I said, you were 25. Where do you Everyone says that. I played Isn't five years. You're telling I played him five years of college basketball. It's Everyone said it was seven. Adam it was five. Seiko's on six. Yeah, exactly. Adam Seiko, way more experience than I had. <laughs> what year are you on in your profession? How about this one? I'm embarrassing you right now. Two freaking days in a row. Two freaking days in a row. He's at Starbucks. He goes, can I get a straw? We're both getting nice drinks. They bring up the straw. They bring up the straw. Hummel, I kid you not. Where's the, where's the hole? I can't find For the, it. He can't find. Are you blind? Dude, is a disgrace. So. You, should, you should have seen him judge the dunk contest tonight. Oh, I was great. In the first, I was the best in the first, judge. First of all, if I you, was the elite. How, about, how about humility? I was the best judge. Okay. How is that judged upon? He's, he he's made no layups in a college basketball game yet. He can judge a college dunk contest. He's never dunked in his life. Are you harsh? So he's not qualified for one. Jumped, but then in the first round, he was giving players who didn't even complete a dunk. Fours, and then in the second round, we had, a we had a player lay it up and make it, and he gave him a three. How does that make sense? He made it. His, his last three quotes have been, I'm a good guy, I'm done with COVID, <laughs> and, what the and other I'm the one best was. judge. I'm the best judge. I'm the best judge. Who was the second best judge? Not home. Phyllis. Phyllis, <laughs> definitely. No, no. Jay did a great Yo, job. Who won, by the way? We were. Uh, I was working the dude from Georgia Southern. 
He was, yeah, he was really good. He, he, really he was good. Yeah, he was there was really good dunks. Creative dunks. Yep. Creative like dunks that you've ne I've never seen. Yeah. Like one That's of the hard kids, to do right now. Darius McGee went up, made a layup, and the kid came from underneath and, and like windmilled it from behind. Like, okay. I've never seen anybody do that. Fun. It was good. No, we did creativity. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's Here, here's my thing. Go ahead. Today. Go ahead. When I, went, when I went to the media day today, it really hit me the difference. Yeah. Last year, Duke, Carolina, Villanova, Kansas, and you had media day was packed. Packed. Like they couldn't find a seat. Today you go, there's like five people in there for FAU. There's like 10 people in there for San Diego State. There might have been 20 people, 25 people for UConn. It just doesn't have the same juice, whether it's media-wise. I'm, I'm very curious to see what the arena is going to look like Saturday yeah, night. I, know. I don't know. Also, in this town, though, too, right? Like this town is not like a college basketball nope. hotbed. And there's got the Astros going on the same night. Yeah. Somebody told me there's a, I think there's a, a Rockets Two game Rockets too. Two Rockets games, Friday and Sunday. Which is, which is a, like in between, in between games. One of them's the Lakers. So I think your point is well taken. Also, I would, I ask you this. Is there a bigger college basketball issue though there? Because in radio, in Radio Row, as you did, your, I mean, it was quiet in there. Yeah. No, nobody. I, I, right? think, I think it's a, there's a bigger. Yeah. I, I think it's like a bigger signal that there are things college basketball has to do to change to what? garner audience. What, what are they? What are they? What yeah, do they have I, to do? I think basically people boil it down to a three or four week sport now for the casual fan. And I think scheduling has to totally change. I'm I over agree. conferences and I don't give a crap about conference games. And I don't think casual fans do either. Big Ten fans do, a ACC fans do, SEC. But if you're not connected, you want the big brands playing. So I think that you switch In up. In November the, and December, they better play. But but scheduled games, like right. forget like, going about to opening night. Opening night was, was awful. Horrible. I, I think you need to. I think you have to have like every league come together and say we're done doing non-conference conference. Mix it all up because nobody yeah. cares. And have ten poll games every single month, maybe every week between yeah. Blue Blood. So yeah. November. I'm so in. And start doing that, and that will help things a little bit. But they won't do it. These guys won't do it. It like, requires a desire to change. Like, look at Buzz Williams is the greatest example. He knows this. Like Texas <laughs> A&M. Play somebody. You didn't get um, it. Now, you got in this year. Yeah, but last like year, you didn't get in because answer. you didn't play anybody. Yeah. You go play a worse non-conference schedule this year. Yeah. Like, you can't do that. Yeah. You've got to every – what? What are you laughing at me? No, I we just both The fact that you always go back five, to five. Buzz Williams. Because he doesn't play anybody. We like, said that would have been number one on the They made the NCAA tournament. Board. That's what his goal was. I mean, he accomplished but, but, his but, goal. But, 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 go ahead. But here, there's Buzz. One, but I understand what you're saying. I agree with that. But I also went, like, Mark Few said after they played uh, UCLA and Duke in the same week two seasons ago in yeah. Vegas, he was like, we need this for college basketball. He knows it, and he gets it. But we need him to get it. But he yeah. has to do it. No, no, he no, has no, to do it because of his league. But I get that. But his thing is also, he has an understanding of the bigger picture. Sure. And you need, Hubert's got to yeah. feel the same way. Shire's got to feel the same yeah. way. Yeah. Izzo's got to feel, and, and the brand name schools. Because Buzz playing somebody is fine, and that's yeah. good for him. Yeah. But I'm talking about moving the meter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like yeah, 12 schools that move yeah. the meter, and they all got to play each other. Yeah. Look, the, the other thing is this here. I, I just... Waking up on the Monday after Selection Sunday, oh. when there are a bunch of guys who have busted their asses to make the NCAA tournament, and the talk on social media is what a guy in the portal is going to do for his next stop. Where is he going? What's he going to add? And is every portal add to a team not quality add by this coach? Quality add by this coach. Great Look, get. I get it. Great get. Great, great get. To me, I, I understand. I'm all for player movement. I'm all for that. But seeing over a thousand kids and
last hour, he goes, I, I told my wife, honey, this, I'm sorry, but this is just one big sprint. He goes, I, I have to be on, like, we got to do something with that timeline to make it make a little bit more sense. Well, I asked a couple coaches today about that, too. It's like, what would you want? There's no good time. That's the worst time. Push it back but, a little bit. But I would, I would say you could even do it, you should do it Monday. One week like, later. You should do it, like, basically, like, I, I would say next week. You should do, like, a Wednesday. Let, yeah, let's, Wednesday. let's bask in the glow yeah, of a let, day or let two. Let the NCAA tournament be the yeah. biggest story. Yes. And then after the season Ryan ends, Dutcher, we have whatever. Dutcher whatever was saying today how he had to make a recruiting call today. Come like, on. Why should he have to worry about that? It's stupid. stupid. It's like when Arkansas, our, um, Arkansas was contacting a transfer literally 12 hours after. It goes all over Twitter. Illinois I transfer. In, I walked into Gonzaga coach's room, and Roger Powell, their assistant, is FaceTiming a kid in the portal. From the locker room? Yeah. <laughs> Got to do it. Yeah, Got to. That's so wild. That's Otherwise, so you're not getting dudes. You're done next year. You're three weeks behind the eight ball. Exactly, yeah. All right, we got 60 seconds here. Give me your prediction for the weekend. I just think UConn's playing too well, and I really like Miami. I, I think Miami's got dudes. I think UConn ends up playing San Diego State, and I think UConn's the national champion. Right, UConn minus 125 is my favorite play on the board right now to win it all because I think there's a value play there. If they get by Miami, Miami's got dudes. Three guys always, sometimes four on the court that can pay for themselves or a teammate. Most teams don't have that. That's, that's hard to defend. I think they get by them. I like the number. Miami five and a half. UConn to win that game. UConn to cut them down. Fair play. Spoken like a guy on the daily wager. <laughs> yeah. Degenerate. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Complete and, and what'd you make of this live segment from him? I mean. Yeah, I mean, we'll still see the, the contract negotiations. You're still in review? You're in there, review? There's zero chance I come back. How contracts do you have? I'm not, I'm not coming back unless they fire Jeff. If they fire Jeff, I'll <laughs> well, sign back with Phil 68. Be making the move. That'd be good. Rob. Come, Rob. If you he, fire Jeff, I'll come back next year. <laughs> All right, I'm back. I'm back next year. Robbie Cobb. We'll be back with more on the field of 68, Sirius XM College, Channel 84. You guys I ever get tired of trying to prove that you won an argument, that your takes weren't hot, they were just right? Well... I have an answer to all of your problems. Vaulted is a new sports prediction app that turns your opinions into facts. You can store all of your predictions and hot takes in your own vault now and forever. Challenge your friends, keep track of the results, and prove that you are, in fact, the smartest one in the room. Vaulted is also releasing a final four competition called their last four pool. What amounts to a hot take challenge, it has a $5,000 prize pool. Who doesn't like free money? I like free money. So if you like free money like me, then go and download the Vaulted app at the link below. Sign up for your free three-month trial and store your predictions now and forever. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Sponsored by Bat Rivers, sponsored by Underdog Fantasy. We are at 40 Below at the Bayou Music Center. Jeff Goodman, Terrence Oglesby, John Fanta. Pleased to be joined by the pride of the Iowa Hawkeyes, Patrick McCaffrey. Patrick, thank you for stopping by, my friend. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we come here to Houston, and we're talking with, with national analysts about this Final Four. It's a different Final Four. What do you make of it, and what do you think it says about the current climate in college basketball? Yeah, you know, I think I think it's I think it's really cool, first and foremost, that all these different teams can make it, and it's not the same four or five, six teams every year. I think it's really cool. I think me and my brother have been saying this the whole time. I think if you play this tournament over, there'd be four new teams, it'd be eight new teams in the yeah. Elite Eight. It'd be like Good point. like you could play this. We could start again tomorrow, and it would be like completely different results. So you know, I think that's the beauty of this tournament, right? In college basketball, it's a 40-minute game. You never know what you're gonna get. Especially when, like, and I think something my dad always says that really like sticks to me about this tournament. Every team won their way to get here. Right. Like, right. There are no, there is right. no bad team in the NCAA tournament. There's big schools, there's small schools, but there's not one bad team. So you know, I think that's something that's really cool and says a lot about the tournament. So towards the end of the season, after you came back, you guys started to play better. What do you attribute that to, with your guys going and making, making, getting some wins towards the end of the season? I thought Iowa could have made a run. And then yeah, you obviously know, things go the other way. Yeah, you know, we have, we have a lot of talent, right? We had a lot of really good players. And, um, and you know, we played well in a lot of really big moments. I mean, winning at Assembly Hall is not easy to do. Yep. And we made it look pretty easy. So, you know, there's a lot of stuff, and you take a lot of pride in that. And, you know, unfortunately, we didn't play well enough to advance in the tournament. But I, I, I do believe that, like like I said, you know, like, like I just said, all these different teams would advance, and I think we would advance again. And, you know, it just is what it is. We didn't play well that day. Yeah. And uh, there's, there's no excuses you can make for it. It's just, you know, we just have to be better in those in those moments. There's no, there's no excuse, and, I, and I'm, I'm confident that we'll keep working and we'll get better. All right, listen, I, I look at you, and I'm, I'm so proud of you. And I, honestly, I get emotional just looking at you. With everything you've gone through, you beat cancer, you took some time away this past year to deal with some mental health issues. Man, like, just talk to me about how hard it's been. And, and, and how you took some time away, and again coming back, what it's been like? Yeah, you know it's 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 unique. Um, you know my medical situation, I, I'm pretty comfortable saying it's probably like nobody's in college basketball. 
Uh, you know, I'm missing like a very primary, like a very important gland in your body, the thyroid. You can't gain weight, really, so either. It makes it, makes it right. really difficult. I've, I've, I've kind of figured out how to. I'm, I'm getting heavier, I'm getting stronger. But it's a, like I met, a, I met a million different doctors, and a, and a, a lot of work goes into it. You know, it's like it's. It's something I deal with every day, and you know my energy isn't the same as everybody else. You know, I, I, I sleep probably more than most people, and you know it's something that I gotta do with the rest of my life. You know, not having one, and I'm not I'm not making an excuse. It's just it's just different, and I think some of the anxiety and all that kind of stuff is is a physiological. I think there's a physiological relation to like not having a thyroid, and you know like. Yep. Like I take pills and stuff that are supposed to mask it, like the, the thyroid stuff, and, and you know it's just sometimes the pill's not the same as, as having the real plan. So you know, uh, but I'm really grateful for the doctors that we have, and you know it, it means a lot to to play at Iowa, to play in the Big Ten. I grew up and that was my dream. I wanted to play for my dad. I wanted to play in the Big Ten. You know I want to I want to play at Assembly Hall. I want to play in East Lansing. I want to play in Champaign, Illinois. I want to go in all these. I want to beat all these teams, and, I, and that's what I want to do, and that's what I live for, and that's what I work so hard for. So you know, but the thing, I guess the main thing I can say about that is I never, I never expected anything else from myself than to play in the Big Ten and to be a good player on good teams at Iowa. That's that's what I expected from myself. That's what I, that's the standard I held myself to. So nothing that happens out there surprises me. But you know, I'm just I'm grateful for it and I and I worked really hard for it. You look good now. How you feeling now? Like what? What's changed, or is it a constant battle? Yeah, you know, it, it's never just gonna go away. It's always something that you know is gonna, it's just gonna waver in and out for, for the rest of my life. So you know, it's never gonna be totally gone. It's not a sprained ankle that's just gonna heal. That's not how it works. You know, you see, you come up with ways to cope, right? Like I meet with the right people, you know, there's medication, and there's all sorts of different stuff that I do. I meditate a lot. Frank Garza and Luca Garza are really big on that, so they, they put me onto that. So I do a lot of stuff like that, and uh, you know, just try to, you know, change lifestyle and just, just through it there's nothing there's no one size fits all thing and there's just certain things you can do to make you feel better i love you for it man i, I appreciate I, you. I love you for being as as transparent as you were about i think it. i think that's really important yeah i like, think the transparency and, the, and, is and i assume what you got back was everybody kind of wanting to help yeah. right and yeah. want to you understand are, you are an inspiration to so yeah. many people thank you I have a family member who's dealing with this and i get and i would imagine every single person in this room right now has someone that's going through mental health. And I can't tell you how that's that's with that family member. In my mind, in my heart, and I'm sure your dad and I'm sure your brother think the same way, you instantly say, how do I help? Yeah. How do I fix this? Like, we like to solve problems, but that's not how mental health works. Yeah. So your voice in this is impacting other people in their fight, in their, just going through it and then in how we talk about it so thank you yeah absolutely i think think how we talk about it's really important i think you know like because i think i think the stigma is, still, is becoming less and less there's kind of that generation of old people you know where it's like he's a, he's a division one athlete suck it up he gets a scholarship whatever I mean, you say like, on, you know man. what i mean so it's like i think we're just kind of but i think our generation of people like is, is outgrowing that and I think we're really starting to understand and appreciate you know the, the difficulties of mental health and why it's so important for so many people here's my question you know it, it hit me when you said it was my dream to play for my dad we all have a special bond with our fathers tell me what yours is and what makes your dad the guy that we aren't able to see every single day yeah you know I think first and foremost it, Nobody has as much belief and confidence in me as he does. And, and it's not just me, it's every player that we have on our roster, one through 15. He implores confidence in all of us. 
So when you see Peyton Sanford shooting 40-foot bombs off one pass, like that, that's him. That that because he gives us the freedom and the green light to do that when we shoot crazy shots. Like I don't think it's a I don't think it's a coincidence that we've had three guys in the last three years that were like all consideration for player of the year. Luca won it. Keegan probably should have won it. And NBA guys. Yeah, exactly. Like guys that are I don't think because because I think our system really allows you to come in and thrive and you know I think we we play really open and free. And I think that's a big credit to him. I think a lot of people see, you know, like stuff like the stare down and like all that all right, kind of I stuff. Go away. All right, we, but we like, can't just go past the stare down. Stare down. Well, what, I didn't what see you, it. I didn't see it because I was in the huddle. Really? So, so I'm in the huddle, and and so like usually the coaches like meet outside of the huddle at media timeouts, and then they come into the huddle and tell us what they talk about out there. So I'm in the huddle. We're just sitting there, just talking, you know. Mind you, we're like we're dead to rights at this point. We're down 13 with like a minute and 30 left. So we're just, we're just like, you know what? We're gonna keep fighting, keep plugging away. Like let's go, like whatever. And then I just hear Coach Gatons go to oh shit, somebody get Coach. <laughs> somebody get Coach. And so I, Not I, was again. Like, I was like, I'm sure he's just yelling at the rep or whatever. I didn't see anything. And then I saw the clip after. And I'm like, wow, that's unbelievable. Yeah, it was, uh, you, it was great. You've to see never him. seen him do anything like that, have you? Never, no, never the stare down. But he had just gotten a technical, right. so the stare down, like it was like, I think he was upset that he got the technical, and I don't think he thought he deserved it. But like, you can't see him up for looking at him. So, what what's the maddest he ever got at you? Give me the maddest. Like, has he ever done like like that that look? So so me gets. personally, like I'm I'm pretty like low maintenance and like I don't like like I don't fight with them like Connor does yeah, Connor does right Connor's the I mean they go at it right yeah, yeah him and Connor really go at it and you know it's good that's what that's what happens like that's what like yeah, so it's like mellow one like Connor's, if he yells at me I'm Connor's like, like, right, Connor's like your dad yeah say I'm not like that right. so I don't really like so I don't really drive him nuts because I don't like try to debate him I'm just like all right and if he keeps yelling I'll just turn away get, I was gonna say does he get mad because he can't get to you sometimes Probably, I, I don't know, but I think he, I think he appreciates that about me. I think he knows that I don't rattle easily. You know, I've seen just about everything you could possibly see at this point in my life and in my career. So you know, it's just kind of like, all right, man, like play basketball. Like I don't. So funny, cause like I talk to refs about your dad, and they're like, 99% of the game they love him. Yeah. And then that one percent, he goes ballistic. I think that's his biggest misconception, just in the world of basketball. Because people are like, oh, are you scared of your dad? I'm like, no. He's like the nicest dude in the world. It's just when we're in between the lines and he, he's really passionate about, you know, his program, his players, and if he doesn't think we're being treated fairly, he's going to speak up about yeah. it. And it's like, there's no, like, I don't think it's like, everybody thinks he's crazy and he's, he's not. Like, just that, like he, he's hey, up for the, sure. The Fran Con, the Fran Con yeah. 10 is. But I promise there's, I promise 80% of college basketball coaches are worse than him on a daily basis, just in terms of. So what's next right now? Obviously, there's a lot of movement in the portal, all that stuff. What can people expect? You're not going into the portal, obviously. Of course, that would be an all-time he will. Move. He might play for Cooley. I he thought, Cooley. I hey. thought about it, but I'm no, 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 I'm yeah, staying. You, gotta put, <laughs> you put your name in the portal, that would be an all-time no, move. I'm telling you, we joked around when he was coming out before he was committing. We were going to tell his dad that he was committing to Cooley instead. <laughs> we were. Cooley right? still texts me all the time. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he does. <laughs> uh, what do people have to look forward to next year with Iowa? You graduate too, obviously you're gonna lose some other ones. Yeah. As of what you know right now, what can people expect 
from you guys? You know, I think what people can expect of Iowa is a fun brand of basketball, always. Yeah, you know, the way we play fun. is really fun. We play a high-octane, high-possession game, which, you know, it makes it harder to, you know, like because, like, obviously, if we play such a high-possession game, teams are going to score more because you get more possessions. Sure. We don't play that way. We don't slow the game up. We, we want to we play in the 90s. We, that's, that's, how, that's how we're built. That's how he recruits, and that's how we play. So, you know, you're going to get a high-octane brand of basketball. I think, you know, like, we have guys coming back like myself, Tony Perkins, Peyton Sanford, that are all really good college basketball players yeah. and have proven that throughout their career. And then we have young guys, too, that I'm excited for, like, they didn't get as big of an opportunity last year, like Josh Dix, DeSante Bowen. We got some freshmen I'm excited about. So, you know, I think, I think we're – I think – I think it's foolish to, to ever doubt Iowa coming into a season just in because I think we've, we've been pretty consistently. We had one bad year, I think, ever since my dad built it back up. We've had one year where we sucked. But other than that, we've been pretty consistent. So I think we're just going to find a way to do that again. I would, I, would, I would like to see us back in the NCAA tournament. I'd like to see us make a run. I would assume we're going to compete in the top half of the Big Ten. I, I like our squad, and I'll put us against up, up, us, uh, us, against up, uh, us up against anybody. Right. This yeah. dude, when I first met him, he wouldn't say two words. Not two words. He said 2,000. Maybe awesome. I just didn't want to talk to you. No. <laughs> that's a reoccurring theme. That's a no, reoccurring that's theme. That's a way to go out. Patrick McCaffrey. Love you. Tell you what, folks, one of the best voices in this sport. Patrick, thank you so much for joining us. Anytime you come on, you come on. Thanks for joining us. podcast on here. Yes. Agreed, agreed. We're going to take a quick time out. We'll be back with more serious XM College Channel 84. You know what the best part about the end of the college basketball season is? That signifies the start of spring, the start of summer, the start of hot weather, the start of late nights, the start of weekends on the water, and the best way to stay refreshed during the summer months is with Hornitos Ranch Water, a premium sparkling cocktail with a balance of freshly squeezed lime paired with smooth tequila notes. Hornitos Tequila is a 100% agave premium tequila from the lowlands of Jalisco. It's specifically from the town of Tequila. Originating from one of the most historic distilleries, Hornitos paved the way for all future tequila brands, starting with the tequila name. An official partner of the Houston Astros, you can buy Hornitos Ranch Water in a can, or you can come to Houston's best sports bar, Little Woodrow's in Edo, and get a fresh, handmade cocktail with Hornitos Tequila. There is nothing better on a warm spring day than Hornitos Ranch Water and a Houston Astros baseball game. Dark. We're live from 40 Below, Bayou Music Center, Houston, Texas, sponsored by Bet Rivers, sponsored by Underdog Fantasy, and we are blessed and honored to be in the graces of the 2000 Cotton Bowl Classic. Are you kidding me? The pride of the Razorbacks. We found a winner tonight. Clint Studer is here. Clint, yes. 
Look at how good to be here, my man. You took it way back, man. That 2000 con. We thought the world was going to end, and then we went out there and kicked Texas's ass, boys. Huh? I mean, dude could actually look at him. He could lift me. No, no, but he can move back. Just a little bit. Coach McCall, looks like he could go out and play tomorrow. Listen, I grew up in the South. My father played linebacker at the University of Florida. I grew up on Gator football. So any SEC player we could get on this show, I'm a fan of. Hey, speaking of Florida, All right, what do we I got? hold a couple of SEC records now. Florida sacked me more times in one game than any player in SEC That's true. history. How many times? Javon Curse. I believe it was 10. Curse. The free. Javon Curse. It's free. Not something I'm proud of. I wouldn't tell you if a Gator wasn't. I thought you had mobility. No, none. <laughs> no. Not that kind of mobility, no, Coach. Uh, not uh, that kind no, of mobility. No, a different type of mobility. I, I, I could dodge. I could dodge the kill shot, yeah. not the sack. The kill shot, baby. <laughs> All right, uh, I love your H-Town gear. We're in Houston. What are your thoughts? Well, it's a beautiful city. Welcome. We're glad that you guys are here. Thank you for inviting me tonight because this is a hell of an event, no doubt about it. Uh, we love you. You know that. I, I wouldn't expect anything less from the field of 68 guys than to do it first class, no no question. But uh, the, city's, the city's been great. The buzz, man. The buzz has been tremendous leading up to this, obviously. I'm in the radio business day to day, and uh, we're looking forward to the games to get started. So here's my here's my worry with Houston always. Okay, that it's too spread out. That we don't have like that area like Indianapolis, New Orleans, San Antonio are all pretty condensed. So that like that's where Houston's a little bit different. You got the the Galleria, you got downtown. Yeah. You got the arena. You got Midtown. You got, you know, you got Rice Village. Here's right. the deal. You're spoiled. You're spoiled. I See, know. it's just like our world today. Everybody wants everything easy. Uh, Everybody wants options. You know what I want? No, no in Houston. I in Houston. It. I love it. In Houston, what you got to do. Go ahead. You got to commit. <laughs> Where you do you want to go? Where do you want to go? What party do you want to go to? Because once you show up here, you're here. There's no leaving. It's 30 minutes. And, right. it, and that one might be good. Right. Right. Commit. Have a hell of a time, baby. That's H Town. That's how right. we do it here. And it's not like the transfer portal. You can't no. just jump in and go wherever you want to go. You're here. That's it. Be embraced of being here. What's hey. the Houston cocktail of choice? Well, I tell you. For Clint, it's any cocktail. Great point. Great point. I've, I've never turned one away. I'm how much alcohol has the Field of 12 crew drank? Oh, Clint. What, 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 let me, hey, hold on a second. You, you can't let me let me answer the question. Clint can't. Hey, Clint cannot keep up with hack. You cannot no, no. keep up with hack. I'm 45 years old. I got a one-year-old daughter. The days of me keeping up with anybody other than her are over. You know what I mean? You got a daughter. But the, the, the drink of choice. The drink of choice around here. Ranch water. I had it. I had it last night. Several water. Several. It's money, baby. It's money. Hit I'm you. a tequila guy, so I love it. It hit no you. Question. Listen. I, I hope this city, the hard part again, is you don't have big fan bases here this year. Florida Atlantic, he he was an assistant coach at Florida Atlantic 15 years ago. Yep. They ain't bringing anybody. Right? They're, yeah, they're not bringing anybody. On, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, they bring they some FAU Who are they bringing? Be they're bringing a couple thousand from Boca Raton. Trust I think it's gonna be, be anybody. We had we had Jimmy Patsos on. You know yeah. Jimmy. Yeah. We had Jimmy on our show earlier today. He's crazier than your ass. Love Jimmy. 
He is. He, he can he go is. now. Oh, yeah. He can suck you and him, out of the room. You and him league. together? Holy it, shit. It, it, was, it was music, man. It was sweet music. Oh, yeah. But he talked about FAU and about how that used to be the case. But now, I believe it was FAU. He was talking about how their attendance is through the roof now. It has been good this year. And, yes. and, and they're, they're, they're sold out every game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they, they may travel. But I get your point. I mean, you know, yeah. you, got, you, you don't have your blue bloods. You don't have the attraction. I love it. I love it. I just don't know if if we're going to have the same atmosphere. The Owls will be in the building. Yeah! The Owls will be in the building. Let's go. Come on. Hey, I'll tell you what. We got to ask you, though. Who's your pick to win it all? UConn. UConn. I mean, here's the deal, guys. Here's the deal. This is coming from an old football head, right? I like... I like teams that play good defense. I like teams that are physical. I like teams that have an identity. Yep. Now, you get to this point, and everybody has an identity pretty sure. much for yeah, the most part. Right. Here otherwise. You may like it. Right. You may not. I don't know. But, but, but everybody has an identity. But I'm going to tell you, within the teams that have the identity, the four that are left, I just believe in what UConn does. You, I, I looked at it earlier today. You guys already know this. But, oh, football head, i got to do some studying. <laughs> I mean, the margin of victory – for UConn in this tournament in four ball games is 21 or 22 points. I don't do the math. I don't know. But that coupled with the fact that they can out physical teams and they got a couple of shooters. Now, right. if somebody goes cold, if their shooters go cold, they're in trouble. But I think that's the case well, with anybody but, in the final four. They are, but they can throw it down low. Yep. That's the difference, right? They got two dudes down low you can throw it to. Yep. They got shooters. They got a wing who's Probably a lottery pick in Jordan Hawkins. Yeah. Yes. They got almost everything. They got the highest upside. Miami, though, can play with them, and Miami can beat them if Norchad, Omier, their big guy, stays out of foul trouble. Yes. And if it gets to a close game, five minutes to go, and then at that point it's up to Jordan Miller, sure. Nigel Pack, Isaiah Wong versus Tristan Newton, yeah. Jordan Hawkins, Andre yeah. Jackson. They got right? dudes. No question about it. And the, and the difficult shot making of those cards, their ability to make difficult shots from Miami, oh. the game gets close down the stretch. Listen, who do you trust more in, in, in Saturday's game? Isaiah Wong or Jordan Hawkins? Who do you trust more? Uh, that's a really hard that's question. That's a tough exactly. question. Exactly. It's a tough question. That's that my he... point. John L. Davis. Let's go. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, Clint. He goes, he, first he says the city of Houston. Then, then he goes at FAU fans. I'm not going at him. The, the Owls will be there. They're not That's traveling goody. like the Carolina. Owls will be there. That's Goody. That's Goody's stick. The, the right Owls there. will be goody, in the building. Goody likes to stir the pot. Where's Mama Hog? Where's <laughs> Mama Hog? Pushing son of a bitch. Where, Where is, is she? Where's Mama Hog? Man, the Astros lost, bub. Oh. <laughs> She probably had a, two, a few too many Coors Light, oh, yeah. and she pro she's probably in bed she's by passed now. out by you now. Know, you know Mama Hog's about, what year is this, 23? 23. She's 72, man. Is she 72? She's 72, and she's still coming her, at you, man. She's coming at me. Goody. Come on. Right? Yeah, she's younger goody. than Larenaga. People still love that, that video. Oh, they love that hey, video. She, she's a jewel, man. She, she is, is a jewel. jewel. And the Razorbacks, again, had another great year. Great year. Speaking of. We, I can't come on this field of 68 and not talk about my man Muss. Go ahead. I mean, no, look, I, I just I love him as a coach. 
I, I think he's in a, in a league of a, a very few in terms of how much energy and effort and how many stones he flips, the due diligence. I think he, he outworks most people. He does. He does. And, and we were talking about this a little earlier, guys. When you talk about, like, NIL and, 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 and the transfer portal, obviously, and you see it so much quicker in basketball than you do football, but when you're talking about these mid-range universities, and, Coach, you know it more than I do, but you, these mid-range universities, not the Blue Bloods, but the mid-range that's, that they got to wait till the, the stars align to make a big run, and then they got to do it all, try to do it all again. Those universities between COVID, six years, the six-year guys, the transfer portal, and the NIL, it's it's not leveled the playing field. But it sure is one of those tides that that rose the, the Arkansas of the world, the Missouris of the world, and I, and I know there's the Big 12s. Yeah, well, here's yeah, the other man. thing too about Arkansas. And take nothing away from the four teams that are here. Take yeah. nothing away from them. Yeah. Arkansas is one of those teams, had they been healthy all year. They might have been here. They, they may have been, been here. here. Yeah. They, they may have been here. Had Nick Smith Jr. been healthy all year, they and take nothing away from the four teams that are here. I, but. Coach, I, I don't think they had to shoot, man. I don't think you get through UConn if you can't make shots. And, and I think that was the one they thing did. with Arkansas yeah, all shooters. year. They didn't have one guy that was they on the floor consistently. Right. We watched it, Jeff. Right. They kind of were a poorly constructed team. Yeah. They had talent, but they weren't. The pieces didn't fit yeah. together. Square peg round hole. It was an to. abnormal Arkansas team because you had the horses, you had the athletes, but you didn't have the shooter. It's amazing. Great point. Like at the great end of the point day, from they a football guy. Yo, great point. The football guy. Great point. More than yes. a football guy. All you got to do is give me a mic, guys. Give me yeah. a mic and an opportunity. We you, can do this. Come you're on. You're damn right. And here's the thing. All the more read. Like, your Hawks still beat the defending national champions. That yes. was an incredible win over Kansas. Yes. You have been awesome. Work it. Where, tell, plug yourself, Clint Starner. Plug yourself. Plug myself. Yeah. That sounds. That sounds awful. No, not like that. <laughs> what the hell y'all doing in this field? No, this not like that. Huh? No. I'm 45 years old. I've never plugged myself, and I'm not gonna start now. What the hell are you talking about? Clint Starner, baby. Sports Radio 610 in H Town. Field of 12. And guess what? You can find me on t on Twitter at, at Clint Sterner. S-T-O-E-R-N-E-R. -E -E Thanks for having me, y'all. Pull the ranch water out for oh, Clint Sterner. Ranch waters and silver bullets, baby. Let's ride. Hot Folk Classic, baby. Come on. All right. Uh, we've got about a minute left. So let's run it down here. We're back with you tomorrow from 12 to 2 local time at Little Woodrow's. Then from 6 to 8, the Bayou Music Center. Come to Little Woodrow's for lunch and some beverages. We're going to be back at NRG Stadium. Ten seconds, a final thought. I'm excited for these games. Can't wait. I know. They need Cannot to get wait. Here. Need to get, get here, here. now. Like get here. tomorrow. Hey, for Patrick McCaffrey, for Bob Huggins, for Chris Caputo, the list goes on and on. For Matt McCall, Jeff Goodman, Clint Storner. I'm John Fanta. For our entire crew, we'll see you tomorrow. Little Woodrow's at high noon. Thanks to Intersport and 40 Below for having us. We're presented by Bet River. See, good night, everybody from Houston. See you tomorrow on Final Four Friday. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.